Okay. Today's a six, 60. Yes, I got paid last night. It wasn't a lot. I was 169.57. The rent is 120 for the week. So I got to get a bus pass as well. It's $24. So that's what I'm working with. Anyway, I was on the bus. It was. Oh, yeah, now that I realize it, when I get on this iPhone, if I play back the audio, sometimes I go in and out. Sometimes I'm low, sometimes I'm high. But since all the other phones broken, I'm sorry. I was uh, walking in the cold, wet rain. It was like 38 degrees. It dawned upon me as I was on the bus, too. I was like, it sounds like something Jordan Peterson was, would talk about. It was like everything I want to work towards or people that I know or used to know. People that I want to know. Things that I want to do. I had to put it in like this gauge as I speak on these podcasts and I have to think about what I'm speaking towards in the whole process of doing this shit since I started last year. It's like I I see there's three versions of every person, including myself, even up to four. I talked about this with the person I used to be with. It's like there's the version that I think I am. There's the version that I really am. And there's the version of who I want to be. Again, there's the version that I think I am of myself. Then there's the version of who I really am. And then there's the version of who I would like to be. If you actually... And I think this usually goes for anybody. Whether you're a successful person, either you're successful at being bad or good. Like, you notorious, you got a bad image for something. Or you good and popular for something. Like, who's the dynamic I can talk about? Like, if you notorious, like, the Wolf of Wall Street, or you notorious, or, I mean, you well-known and, like, like, a um, Anderson Cooper. Like, yeah, somebody like that. Okay. Two different dynamics, right? So, who you think, if you actually align with those things, I think the reality works a certain way for the individual. I think plenty of us are in between. I didn't mention the fourth version yet because I have to explain this. Where it's like, who you think you are. If you're actually constantly thinking about who you are. I don't mean constantly like it's giving you a headache. Like, you think about who you are. Let's say you like Will Smith. You think about who he is. And then who you actually are lines up with who you think you are. And then who you would like to be is in that direction I think having all those three things is a triple threat. So you're going along with that route. But, uh, like, if you're that cashier or if you're that person on the social media apps or Twitter, stuff like that, and who you think you are, who you actually are, and who you want to be or don't correlate, you're conflicted. 
I really think that in so many ways. You have a confliction and confusion that you're not aware of, and many of us have it, even myself. And I thought about that as I walked in the cold-ass rain, you know? Like, women doing things that they don't want to do or being around people they don't like to be involved with. Men as well. So I'm like, those are people that we look towards and look up to. It's sort of different. Like, they think about who they are. And who they actually are is aligned with that and who they want to be falls in that direction. Actually maintaining that and getting a grasp of that it's it's like it has its like rewards to that I think maybe Jordan would agree with that if he actually ever heard this but the fourth version I'm thinking about is like the fourth version of you is a version of you that watches the other three where it's like it will justify for whatever reason you go into a different character out the three. You sometimes dabble in the person you would like to be. You can you can access it sometimes. You actually are who you are at a certain point in time. And you're you tend to be who you think you are at a certain point in time. The fourth version is of you is just there to rationalize and justify any reason of alternating between the two or how that one came to be and why it's there. That's what I think the fourth version of you is there for. You know? To either checklist, check off, or check on any of those versions of you. Like, even today, as I'm, like, realizing it's 1030, I'm going to try and take this this 19 test because uh, to take my classes, they won't let me go to class unless I take a test. And in my mind, I know in actuality what's, what really what really is going on to a certain point. It's like a census. I realize if you paranoid, this is an excuse just to get an actual, more accurate census on us people. Like, when you got the door-to-door census bureau or vote, voting, like, it's hard to get a real gauge on the amount of people. I'm realizing that with America's debt, $27 trillion. And the so-called 300, maybe 50 million people here in America. Compared to the other countries, we more in debt and we got less people. China has a billion people don't have as much debt as us. We have a third compared to them. And it's like, huh, something don't add up. Anyway... They got to function on getting a sentence on their people. So America just incorporated 19 to do the same thing. Because you want to take a COVID test. It's not like they just give you one. They want your name. They want your date of birth. They want to know if you have health insurance. They want to know where you stay. And it's like, you sort of don't want to feel like you need to give that information if it's supposed to be a test just to make sure everybody's safe. You know, but no, they want to actually keep tabs. They want to see who's going to go take the test. And if they get a good ratio, it can be accurate to keep an actual analysis. Because it's like the government and a lot of these people have to justify the ratio on how much taxes they're going to be taxing people. And how much they can actually spend. If they can, get, if they can like, find out and get my social security number and see what I'm getting paid. See what income I'm bringing in. Because I took a test on this day, so they know I'm probably staying here. 
I'm probably working and making this. So now I was like, they got an actual verification of me as an individual. So if they do this to millions and millions of people and then do the regular census where they do so-called every 10 years to get a populist census on who's who and where's where. When people are constantly moving every day, dying, they got a census on you if you're incarcerated in jail or in prison, definitely. But now the regular population, they need a better accurate count of. Because I'm like, they, didn't do no, they don't do this for any kind of other stuff that people be having. Because if I went online right now to try and just go look for a place, and then they try to charge your ass $139 to take a fucking test. Like, wait, didn't y'all spend billions of dollars in trends just so you can make a, a, a vaccine? And you mean to tell me the test I got to pay for? And I'm pretty sure the vaccine I'm going to have to pay for? That's some crazy stuff, but it's very suspect of what's going on here. So by the time they get an accurate population count of the people with these so-called testing, the next phase is probably to be to send out something worse. Since they have an accurate count, they know that a certain amount of y'all going to probably want to take uh, the actual vaccine that they put out there or actually get more testing and shit. That'll be the second wave because all y'all going to be paranoid by actually dying. The third wave, I can't even imagine what a third wave would be like on what they'll implement. Like, would that be the chip that they've been talking about? Who knows, but I just feel suspect on this shit. Because it's like, jobs going to be requiring it. Banks going to require it. Something, you have a wristband or some shit. Libraries. Something simple, but you got to start from somewhere. This is where they start from, square one. Making sure they got an accurate data on the amount of people. The higher up people that don't care about none of that shit, they got lots, 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 lots of money. They're phased by that shit. They money guaranteed. Yeah, stressing that shit. As they did mention, like, even to get an EpiPen right now in America, they're running about $600. People don't got $600 to spend on EpiPen like that to be stable. So now, Look how many people right now, unemployment, without working, without jobs now, you start trying to charge them for a test. Now, let's say when the vaccine come out, they're going to say free vaccines. Yeah. But in regards to what I was talking about earlier, there's much to be said about who we and what we're living like every day. Because I do notice you get to tend to be distracted on the sort of delusion of, what the fantasies on what you want to do and be like compared to what's happening to you right now. Like, you're working that minimum wage job, you're being alone, and you're doing blase, blase, and you just, just sort of, what did he call it? Uh, you're living sort of in the future illusion of what you focused on and compared to the reality of what's around you and what you do every day and then the I the you you think about doesn't correlate with the you that's actually existing and doing what it is you're doing now not everyone is like this I'm gonna say that like there's probably single parents that live in delusion there's parents that don't live in that delusion um people who own businesses don't have that issue sometimes you know if you have 
a lot of things on your plate, you may not be having that perspective. People with more so different circumstances will be dealing with these issues. Plenty of millennials right now dealing with these issues. And when I stood in the rain, I was like, go back to 10. If you... If you relatively above the age of 25 right now, uh, if you're 30, in between 25 to 30, if you go back to 10, go back to 10 years old, maybe, yeah, m- majority of you, if you go back to 10, like, they, they should have this challenge where you go 24 hours without your phone. Just don't use your phone. If we all go back to when we were 10 when we didn't have these electronics, a lot of you people will be sick right now. I didn't have the iPhone because I was trying to see where I was my time for the bus just to do that. And I was like, damn it, I need to figure out what time this bus is coming. I don't have a watch on me. And I was like, oh, I don't have no music to listen to. And I started to see there's a dependency. It's an addiction, even with the phone, cell phone use. And like Terrence was talking about, the social media, the internet is a new kind of drug if you have a porn addiction too when you don't have a phone and you don't have the tablet if you don't have this don't have that it's like you have read readily available access to that addiction you got when i didn't have it with me i started i was noticing i caught it and i was like wow not having that with me made me realize that and i was like hmm how many other people probably dealing with that how far back can you go to realize where that was a thing? So if I go to 15, 15, I had the PSP, music, internet, and if there was Wi-Fi, definitely download porn and games. So I'm 26. It's been 10 years now. So now I'm like, wow, if you go back 10, I don't have shit. I just watch Cartoon Network and shit on the weekends and um, that was about it I didn't have shit just play outside I think one point I found I think someone sold me a Game Boy and uh my friends had Playstations my cousin had Playstation I didn't have shit I had DirecTV for a little bit my dad didn't pay the bill um yeah that was about it we had a house phone like a short period of time I remember my teacher called the phone oh man I'm glad my mom may speak English but uh yeah like right now if you if you try to go back to 10 I think it's possible like detox from all the social stuff and the electronic devices like briefly use it and then after that, see what actually is going on in the world. Not what's going on in the internet world, the phone world, and everyone else's reality. Like, you right now, once you get off this shit, what's going on in the world to you? Right now, what's going on in my world is that when I get off this shit, I'm going to eat the Nature Valley right there. I'm going to drink this sweet tea. And eat this Nestle Crunch. Uh, pay my weekly and go to Family Dollar. 
and just sit here in this room. I didn't see if I can mentally put up a working in this freezer today because I missed it yesterday. Before I do so, I will check the weather because, uh, yeah, I don't want it raining on me again and me getting caught in the rain. But this is, yeah, that's the current reality of what it is. Uh, there's no, no friends, no family, nowhere to really be or to go. Been going on like this for some time now. And you start to think, hmm, wow, I see how you can cause an addiction. The government can cause a pandemic. Uh, people go online more, work from home more, interact less with individuals more. Only doing things necessary to maintain. To maintain a good, decent living right now as a single individual if you don't have many bills. You need to be making only $17 an hour right now just to be in good standing, just to maintain. If a person can make $175 every day, they should do all right with the minimum of trying to maintain rent, saving, and buying food. If you're just using public transportation, I don't know about having your own personal vehicle and keeping up with insurance and a phone bill. But that's just you being alone. Not making that. You spend more hours of work than living. While you're still living. I took that into account when I was doing math for myself. And I'm like, my goodness. Now let's say that was just that. The other rest of the time I spent online. On these things. Or worrying about shit. If the news isn't trying to scare you. This is an ordeal. When you're not in that, you're either trying to indulge yourself in a relationship or sexual desires on a constant basis. Few in my age group, really. In your 30s, you may be really still be into that. In 40s, I won't make as much if you don't have kids by then. If you're so disciplined in self-esteem, if you haven't acquired eyeball amounts of debt and bad choices you made prior 5 to 10 years ago. Well, me, I don't see many bad choices five years ago right now weighing down on me in debt or any of that stuff. But I do have right now into the future of five years from now at 30, 31. And this is what I'm taking into account. I have to plan five years ahead right now. But that was it for today. I mean, this morning. On everything I got put together and what I wanted to say. This has like been one of the very clear and um simply formatted conversations I've put in this podcast in a long time. So I don't know what to title this one. What would I call this one? Give me a second here. Cause it gets annoying naming these things every single time now let's call it ugh I got nothing I should name it 
No. Version 3, you and me. Yeah, let's try that. Version 3, you and me.